Welcome to Escape the Owner Prison Podcast, where we teach the do-everything-myself business owner how to let go of their death grip and scale their business to create freedom and wealth in their lives. Richard here from Escape the Owner Prison Podcast, another fantastic day. Uh, let's today talk about turning appointments into sales. Right, This is a biggie. Okay, we, we've talked about lead gen before and getting those appointments set and having a system for that and everything else, and that's fantastic. But now you get in, you're going to give that presentation. Now what do we need? You need to convert that into sales. You don't want to, a, you don't want to be a professional presenter, right? You don't want to be a professional estimate writer. That you don't want to do. What we want to do is we want to be closers, right? We want to close the deal. We want to see people be super happy with what they're getting, be able to get in, deliver a phenomenal service for them, have them love us, tell everyone they know, be a raving fan, and our business continues to grow exponentially, right? That's what we want. All right, so now once your leads are coming in steady, it's time to begin converting those appointments into sales. So what I've done is I've examined just tons of company sales procedures. I found some basic similarities that often lead to poor performance, right? The truth of the matter is most companies are pretty awful at sales. Not all, but the good majority are that I talk to, especially the smaller companies. The biggest problem is that most of the companies use just kind of fly by the seat of your pants techniques. Some get lucky and have a decent salesman on board for a while, but their methods aren't repeatable by others. They've got their own style, if you will, uh, and their methods. That same person is hot when they're hot and cold when they're cold, which doesn't make them super reliable either. Right? You've probably seen that. You've probably experienced that yourself. You get a little streak and then they're cold, and, and that's because something is happening. There's some some something that's not predictable either in the presentation or something of that matter. Uh, a lot of companies just play the numbers game. Okay, Their key to success is telling the salespeople they can make a lot of money. In other words, selling them the sales position. Keep them on 100% commission and have a lot of them hoping they'll all just close a couple jobs per month. Now, I find I find this to be a pretty poor strategy. You know, so basically, hey, I'll get 10 salesmen. If they each sell one job a month, that's 10 jobs a month. That's fantastic for me. You know, meanwhile, you've got 10 salesmen who can't even, you know, make rent, you know, because they're making $1,500, $2,000 a month if they're lucky. All right, so that's not building a quality sales team now, is it? So um, too many times, I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say in that, except if you go that strategy where you got 10 or 15 salespeople and they're all closing one or two jobs and i get it if maybe you're in a insurance restoration the storm business stuff like that and maybe they can you know make up those numbers but still in reality um you know you're throwing a lot of noodles against the wall and seeing what's going to stick and what you end up with is a bunch of unhappy undertrained salespeople with really high turnover rates and i don't know about you but training salespeople Looking for the next guy constantly, every month, every two months, getting new one is not something that I enjoyed as a business owner. All right, your goal should be to reach a consistent minimum close rate for your whole sales team. Like anything else that requires consistency, you need a system or process that is duplicatable. Your sales process should be a process. Just, just like it is. It's incredibly difficult to track results on a sales team if they all have their own methods of selling. Right? Now, as the owner, you probably have the most insight in your product or service. Right? You'd also think that this is what you're selling. Now, many technician owners, 
Okay, so I've seen a lot of guys who started in the trades, let's say, and they became known over the business. They sell the features and not the benefits, which is really where, you, where they go wrong. All right, now as a provider of the product or service, you know it inside and out, right? You've done the comparisons with competitors. You have full faith and confidence that yours is heads and tails above all of the others. So why not sell your customers on those features, right? Problem is people don't buy features. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a great product. It's all good. And that's important. You shouldn't be selling trash by any means. But that's not what gives people peace of mind, right? That's not why they get things. So you got to kind of get into basically the psychology of why people buy things. Uh, your presentation, your marketing materials, they should be benefit-focused. This keeps your sales team moving, moving the customer in the right direction and explaining how the product or service is going to make their lives better. It's going to, how it's going to impress their friends and neighbors. It's going to remove, remove worry from their life or whatever else it can do. That's how benefits make selling easier, right? What's this going to do for them? You know, we know what it's going to do for us as the contractor. Okay, we're going to make money. Yeah, you get a great roof, you get a great siding, you get a great window. Uh, we do a phenomenal, you know, bathroom remodel, whatever the case. But what's that going to do for them? Let's just, that bathroom remodel, let's just take that. How's the woman of the house going to feel in that new bathroom? You got the double sink, she's got all the extra drawers and cabinets to put all her stuff in. You've got these amazing towel racks where it's just easy to grab. They look fantastic. Easy place to put the dirty stuff. Everything, your life is so easy. You've got, you've always got an organized, just completely carefree bathroom. You know, plenty of mirrors and lights to really catch your hair the best, right? So you go into that whole aspect. Now, and now they're feeling what's going to happen when they get this. Not because it's the best marble you know, sink top I can put in. I got these unbelievable light fixtures and they do this, 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 they're LED and blah, blah. That that doesn't do it. It's going to, what's it going to do for them? How much better are they going to look in the mirror with this lighting? You're going to look so good. You're going to be able to see everything when you do in your makeup. It's going to be phenomenal, right? You're selling the benefits. You know, this tile is fantastic. We do, we do a, you know, we, we do a, we do a heated floor in here for the bathroom. Who wants to walk on that cold marble floor? that cold tile floor in the winter, right? So you don't need little rugs and everything else. You have a nice, clean-looking bathroom where you walk on the heated floor. It feels fantastic, especially when you step out of the shower. It's just amazing, right? Excellent ventilation so it's never foggy. You're not wiping mirrors off, things like that. See what I'm saying? You're, you're building the benefits. Why this is going to make it so great? Yes, the quality is great, but that's secondary to the benefits, Right, I think you're getting the idea, right? We want to sell benefits, not features. You know, features tell, benefits sell. Okay, think about it that way. Features tell, benefits sell. Write that down. Right, but that's just think about that, guys, because it's so important. And then again, it comes back to a sales process. Right, like I do a lot of done for you sales presentations, a good, better, best. Some of the better guys are doing those already. Maybe you've got a cool digital presentation. You're able to walk them through and give them the right options as well. Okay, again, still benefit rich, but give them options they can choose from. Maybe you have three, they can throw one out, choose from two, that simple stuff like that. But once all your guys are on the same, on the same, literally the same page. All right, so they've all got a presentation. They're all presenting it correctly. You can track those results. Okay, when when you've got three guys closing at 
And you got one guy closing at 27%, which is like the national average. You can go, okay, what's going on? Oh, run, run through your presentation with me. Oh, why are you leaving that out? You're leaving sections of the presentation out maybe because they think they know better. You know, they don't want to stick to your system. You got to reinforce, get back, follow the system, do it, watch it go up, listen to them, correct them. Having a process gives you an ability to role play and then correct them on the fly. All right. You don't need to wait two months. And, oh, you know, you just haven't been doing it. What's going on? It could be a third week and maybe they're struggling. And of course, if you keep that open door policy, like, hey, man, if you guys are struggling, if you have a sales manager, get with your sales manager. If it's you, talk to you. You know, let's let's figure this out. What's going on? Where's the hiccups? Also, you'll get phenomenal feedback from the field. You know, if you've got some 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 uh, A players, A player salespeople, all right, they're going to give you the feedback. They're going to let you know. They're, I mean, they're going to be honest, and you should encourage it. Like, yeah, they're going to go, hey, man, there's like three sacks in this thing that just, as soon as I hit it, it's just I get a, I get a glaze over from the customers. we got to get rid of this. Hey, if that's a consensus, boom, do it. Fix it. Nothing is set in stone. You know what the old saying no battle plan ever survives the first shot. And you've got to adjust all the time. But that's okay. That's how you get better and better and better. And everyone's everyone's uh, close rates go up. And what does that mean? Everybody's making more money. You're making more money. Salesman's making more money. Who's happy? Everybody. Where are they going? Nowhere. They're staying with you. They're part of that team growing your business. Because you're giving them the tools to be a better closer. Now, and again, same thing on that, those processes and everything else, you want to continually train your salespeople. I know they might get humming, going real good, but you're going to have dips. You're going to have slower times of the year. If you're construction, maybe the summer's busier, winter's time. Train them up, train them up, train them up. Okay, get them the best coaches. Get them to, to the right seminars and conferences. Help them be better. Reward them for continuing the education on their sales skills. Get them the best. Encourage them to watch and learn constantly. When that becomes, a again, part of the company culture, everyone is moving forward. Again, A players are learners. They're people who want to excel. They want they want to be better. They want to compete. All right, so you've got to give them that fuel. You've got to give them the ability to do that. Don't make them do all the work on their own without giving them any encouragement. Give them that great opportunity to make themselves better. Making themselves better means they can help more people, sell more product or service, make more money for everybody. All right, That's what I'm talking about on uh, turning your appointments into sales. All right, you've got to get appointments is really not that hard. We talked about that in buying leads and you got referrals and everything else. That's kind of the easy part, you know, but when you get down and you get in that kitchen table, you're sitting across. This is where the rubber meets the road, right? This is where we need to close the deals. You know, in whatever whatever you know situation is in your particular business. But let's talk about closers. Again, you got a guy who wrote 15 estimates in in the month and closed three jobs. We got issues. Okay, you got a professional estimate writer. He's not benefiting the company. You got to figure out what's wrong. Either he's not following a system, doesn't have a system. Needs a lot of training or he needs to go find another job. All right, he's got to go work for someone else. you got to be very clear on that. Again, sales are are the fuel to your economic engine, right? Got to have it. Got to load it up. Got to have a lot of fuel on hand to make things happen so you can grow and scale your business. All right. 
Well, that's all I've got today for that. I just, you know, I like to keep these short, not super long, let you absorb this. Think about this, apply it. Start looking at your sales system. What do you got going on there? What's actually happening? How are you actually tracking these numbers? All right, again, we want specific numbers, not maybes, oh, abouts. We don't want abouts. About 35%, about 40%. We don't want, we want 45.3% this month. We are 42.6%. That's what we want. Okay, we want real numbers. We want to be able to track it, see it on the spreadsheet, and know what's going on with that, okay? Start looking at this in your business. You don't have to go crazy tomorrow. Just start looking at it, understanding what's happening. Once your eyes are open to this, you're going to start paying attention. You're going to start seeing things that you didn't see before and go, oh my gosh, I haven't dropping the ball here. I've been leaving a lot of money on the table in a lot of ways. Upgrades, um, just deal closes in themselves. There's a lot of different stuff, you know, future business. There's a lot of things you're going to start to see like, holy cow. I can, I can increase my business by like 15, 20% without spending any more money. That's amazing. That's all possible for you. So again, thanks for joining the Escape the Owner podcast. Again, keep working at becoming an escapee, right? Let's not be owned by our business. Let's get everybody humming. Let's get everybody working. Let's get the systems and processes in place. And again, if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, do it now. Throw me a five-star review. That'd be spectacular. And I'm going to see you on the next one. We're going to talk. Uh, really looking forward to bringing you some more fantastic information. It's going to help you scale, help you learn the new way to scale, regain control of your business. All right? You're going to fast-track your growth, and you're going to, you're going to just love your life while you do this. Okay? I want you guys to be happy in this business. That's what it's all about. All right? We'll talk to you in the next one. Thank you for listening to the E-Top Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you liked what you've heard, please leave a great review for us. Your subscription and review helps us reach more people so we can show them how to escape the owner prison. Also, check out the links in the show notes about today's guests and more ways to connect with E-Top on social media. Stay strong and keep moving forward with your business.